Hey everybody, this is episode three of our Mountaineer Nation Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Uh, we just concluded our fantasy baseball draft uh, for the 2020 shortened season. Um, it was an exciting draft, uh, definitely difficult. I think several of us talked about that uh, in the comment section, but uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, it was great to, great to draft again, um, and we're going to go through the draft recap. Um, I've got Ryan on the phone as well as Eric, and I think Blaine will be joining as well. Um, we're, we're all going to go through each round and let you know our favorite picks and our least favorite picks in each round. Uh, we'll be doing a separate podcast going team by team uh, later on, uh, as well as completing our over-under uh, predictions uh, for the national league. Uh, so those podcasts will be coming at a later date. Um, but let's go ahead and get started. Uh, so I think we have everyone on. Um, Ryan, Blaine, and Eric have joined us, and I think we're ready to go. How are you guys doing? What do you think of the draft? Whew. Much needed. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun for sure. Glad to get back into some fantasy baseball. Absolutely. Absolutely. Feels weird drafting in July. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Before we uh, before we move on to the, the um, round by round um, thoughts, I just want to get each of your thoughts on how, how do you feel you're, you did in the draft? How do you like think? I start with Ryan, I guess, and then move on to Blaine and Eric. Uh, you say me first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed. Um, I like my team the way my. Pitching was my weakest because I only had two, so I addressed that early. Um, I mean, I don't have the greatest closers. And then got some, I didn't get any stud bats because I, I waited on bats. But overall, I'm happy with my draft. Uh, you know, coming in with the first pick and seeing Nelson Cruz just sitting there on the board is like the guy to pick as a 40-year-old. I, uh, I was – I'll be honest, guys, I was shitting my pants, didn't know what to do. I was kind of kind of like, eh, you know, do I go with Nelson Cruz? No, because you have Donaldson and Sano over there now. So uh, I went with Fran Bell and then kind of started the run on closers. Having show kind of uh, gives you a little versatility on, on where you go with certain guys. Um, I like picking Britain um, kind of to see what happens with Chapman. And, you know, I – I think I'll be better than I was, but uh, we'll see. You know, hopefully Fran Mel's a cornerstone for uh, years to come, getting out of Petco and going to uh, Cleveland. So, I like it. Hopefully we'll come out of the cellar this year. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought, thought, I did, thought it was a good draft lane. I liked it. Um, Eric, your thoughts? Yeah, I I like my team. Um I feel like my batting is pretty solid. I mean, I'm probably not going to get any wins in the stolen bases, but the other four categories I should be really competitive in, I feel like. And then uh, I have one bum pick with Josh James because um, I forget who it was. They took Fulton Evich right before the pick before, and I didn't have a backup. So I ended up getting him. And other than that, I feel like, I don't have any closers either, so I'm already punting two categories going in, so it's going to be whether or not I can win the other eight. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, pitching is going to be the key, I think, for a lot of us. Um, I think it was pretty evident that everyone was trying to address 
pitching early. There was a big run on starting pitchers a lot earlier than I was expecting. Um, but I, I mean, I like my team. I mean, it was okay. Um, I think there were a couple picks I could take. If I could take it back, I would. Um, but I also really liked several of my picks. So we'll see how it turns out. But uh, all right. Well, I guess let's go round by round. We'll start with round 13, which is our first round of the draft. Um, so my, I, I don't know if we all have it up, but my favorite pick was Jeff McNeil. Uh, that pick was by Kim DeJong-un. Um, he was my top player on the board. Um, a lot of versatility. And then my least favorite pick of the round uh, would probably be uh, Taylor Rogers, uh, the Minnesota relief pitcher, just only because I think, you know, relief pitchers in the first round, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of good players to be had. So that's my favorite and least favorite. Uh, I'll pass it over to Ron. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and start with least favorite. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go Taylor Rogers. There's so, there was so much talent and of different things. I just, I wouldn't have went a closer that soon. Liam Hendricks was also um, closer taken early. So that's just my personal preference. Um, I kind of have two favorite picks. Uh, one is my, my own. I don't want to say my own really as the only one, just because I was so happy that you Darvis fell. I was just beyond ecstatic. I thought for sure that he'd be a top five pick. So I was super happy when I needed pitchers too. And oddly enough, the first round, there wasn't a single starting pitcher taken until I took you Darvis, which I thought at least one or two would go. But, um, but my other favorite pick out just for a one year basis is Nelson Cruz. He's just so many home runs. He's not a keeper in the future, but just the bank in home runs. That's my favorite pick. Nice. Blaine? Um, you know, I, I really like the uh, Tim Anderson pick. I think this is in round 13. I'm really having trouble pulling this up. Yes, off round 13. Fellas. So, yep. Um, yep. But yeah, I really like the Tim Anderson pick. I uh, I think he's got a little little something extra to him. Uh, kind of a gamer. No one really thought of him as highly maybe coming up through the systems, but he's got a little speed, some pop, hits for average. So I really like that pick. And then – um. Probably my least favorite pick, Ryan. I'm, I, I hate to do this to you, buddy. I know you just loved your <laughs> U Darvish pick. U Darvish is a health concern, and uh, he hasn't been the guy that he has been when he first came into the league with the Rangers. The Cubs have not necessarily gotten that money's worth with him. So, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, each their own and go with your Cubbies and see how it goes with the starting pitching. But I think that's uh, one that I wasn't a huge fan of. I'm a fan of it for you being in the division with me, but – <laughs> I wouldn't have picked, I would not have picked you Darvish myself personally. Just look at his second half numbers last year. That's all I'll say. Hey. <laughs> all, right. all right. For me, I think my least favorite pick was Liam Hendricks, just because he had the second pick and there's just so many guys that he could have had. Um I just not a big fan of the relief pitcher at the second one. Um and then my favorite pick of the round, probably a tie between uh, Ramon Liriano. I'm shocked that he fell that far. I feel like he's like a, a solid outfielder. He's going to get five categories. And then I also like Kevin Biggio um, and what Scherzer gets with him there at pick nine. I thought it was a little early for Biggio, but I'll agree. Um, he could have some value there. Um, but appreciate the Lariano pick. 
Yeah, I, I was hoping he'd fall to me, but obviously that wasn't going to happen at 10. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, so uh, round, well, that completes round 13. Round 14, uh, we had, uh, I, I'll start my uh, my favorite pick of this round uh, was, man, it's tough. There were a couple of really good ones. Um, I, I guess I like Carrasco. Uh, with the first pick, I mean, it's hard to say first pick's best pick, but I, I think Carrasco's a, a really good deal, um, even though that's right where he was slotted on our board. Um, I mean, he if could be he, a top 25 fantasy pitcher. So, if he uh, if continues he's to play, though, his health and all of that, I feel like is a big concern with COVID and everything. He's like high risk, so. Yeah, I mean, it could be your least favorite. It could be your favorite. I mean, it depends. My uh, least favorite is actually the next pick, Zach Wheeler. Um, there's concern he, I believe, and I could be speaking out of turn, but I believe uh, Wheeler um, is not yet in camp for the Phillies, um, or he's out. Um, and I guess it's, I, oh, actually he had a uh, baby, and they're not. He's not sure whether he'll actually rejoin the Phillies this year. Um, so there's definitely a bit of risk there with Zach Wheeler. And I thought, you know, he should have probably been baby daddy drama. <laughs> but that, that's my thoughts on on those two picks. Okay, I'll uh, my favorite pick of this round. I mean, this this round has a lot of like budding potential. But I'll just kind of go from my perspective. If if one of Darvis or Kraska would have been gone, I was going two pitchers, and the third pitcher I wanted was Lance Lynn. So I think he I think he's he had a really good year last year, and I think he'll be good for. Uh, Texas here, here, so that's my favorite pick. Uh, least favorite, if Wheeler obviously doesn't play because of the baby concern, then that would be my least favorite. But assuming that he would play, then my least favorite pick is Mitch Garber. I just think it's too early for a catcher. Fair enough. Blaine? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to piggyback on uh, Ryan just there with the Mitch Garber uh, selection for my least favorite pick of, the, of, the, uh, of that round. I mean, yeah, he's got a lot of talent, and he's and he's young, and you know the Twins are going to score a lot of runs. But I wasn't so wasn't so sold on that pick. Um, and then you know I I I would I would say uh, the the other pick in that round that I, I was really a fan of, in particular, I'm you know I'll toot my horn. I, I kind of like running the starting to run on closers there with uh, back to backers, um, and and uh, Kim Giles and uh, Brad Hand. Um, you know, kind of getting that rolling, getting that ball rolling. Uh, that's been something that I've struggled with the last few years is getting closer. So I wanted to make sure that that was taken care of this year with those two guys in the second and in the third round in my little snake pick area there. Very good. And I say that, Ryan, because I can't see anybody else's picks. I can't figure it out on my phone. This app is killing me. <laughs> I'm out on the back porch here because it's just real nice and scenic and <laughs> – you know, you hear the crickets and all that shit, and I and I, I, I can't look up any any of the other rounds now. So I can always list that. We can we can list yeah, them. If, if you don't list mind, them to start. Yeah, that, that that'd be great. You know, then we can. You know, I'm trying to look based off my board. You know, who was still out there in these picks, and I I, I can't remember. So no, you're good. We had some we had some uh, dog issues in the house as well during the draft, so that was fun. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, my sisters were still watching her dogs there in Mississippi. So, and one he's kind of a moody guy. So, uh, you know, we, we had that going on. So. Well, that's not good. 
the memory's <laughs> not fully there. So, you know, yeah, exactly. So just help me out. Let me know who's who, who went in each round, and I'll be able to, you know, give you something. Very good. We'll do that for you. Eric, you're up, though. So my least favorite pick, which I don't want to steal it, but I, I'm not a big – because I looked at Zach Wheeler, and then I read, you know, that he – might not even play this year, but if he plays, I'm, you know, it's a solid pick. But aside from him, I'm just still not a fan of Carlos Santana. I mean, I just feel like he's just kind of one of those meh type of guys. Um, I feel like he probably could have went later. Um, and then my favorite pick was probably Julio Urias. I feel like he just kind of went under the radar, maybe a reach, but I just feel like his potential is just more than anyone else in that round. How long have we heard about his potential, though, Eric? What? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, I feel like he's been the guy was, that's supposed to break out for was like, like 2015 or something like that. But he was like 15, not, not 15, but like 18 at the time. So he's like still like True. 22. Post-hype sleeper. True. Yeah, post-hype sleeper. And he's got a starting <laughs> hey, gig locked up. He's got those his number four. The post-hype sleeper. Yeah. I feel like he could be good. I was kind of jealous of his pick. I thought he could make it around to the next round, but. Well, he's a potential keeper if he does what you think he should do as well. Correct. If he pitches the whole year and doesn't have really any restrictions, he could be the next big thing for the Dodgers. Could. (laughs) Keyword. Keyword. Could. Could, would have, should have. You know, that's been Urias' career. Correct. As long as he doesn't become a relief pitcher. <laughs> Who go. knows this year, though? It's true. Okay. Well, let's move on to round 15. Um, I'll list it out since Blaine uh, doesn't have it handy, but Brad Hand, Hector Neris, Matt Boyd, Madison Bumgardner, Edwin Diaz, Nick Anderson, Sean Manaya, Brandon Workman, Hejin Ryu, Scott Kingery, Jack Peterson, Mike Miner. And I'll start. You can let, you can let Blaine go first. That way yeah. they're fresh in his brain. Yeah. Um, I, I'm definitely picking Manaya. I remember when that went off the board, I was cursing under my breath. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. Um, at myself, more than anything, because I, I, went, I went hand and went, you know, went jaws and then went hand back to back. Um, was kind of yep. thinking, dang, Manaya would have been a good pick there. Um, yeah. And then probably my least my least favorite pick uh, would probably be Kingery. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that that level from him to where I would would put him, you know, in that ball in in the range of some of these guys that went. Obviously, a really pitcher heavy round too. Really like the Nick Anderson pick as well. Uh, I think he's he's kind of looking like he is a potential to be the guy to get a lot of saves in Tampa. But then you're scared off of that too because you know how they like to kind of rotate the closes yeah. around over there. And in a shortened season, you know, how many does that mean? Does he get 10 or does he get six or five, you know? So, yeah. Um, and then it's like, well, you might as well have the, the Orioles closer if you're only going to get six saves. Out of <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Whoever that may be, Michael Givens, I guess, supposedly. So, yeah. I agree. Those are my guys for that. Cool. Not that that was good. Um, I'll, I'll continue. Uh, my favorite pick of the round, and it might be everyone's, is Shamanaya. Um, there was a closer run uh, at the beginning of the round, um, and Manaya, I think, even still stretched and got him. 
I don't think he was really in that round or even the next round on the board. Um, but it's a great pick, um, high upside. Uh, Manai's, I think he's going to break out again. Um, solid pick. And then my least favorite pick, not to piggyback on Blaine, but I had the same thought, Scott Kingery um, with Eric's pick. I'm, not, I'm just not a fan of Kingery. I don't think there's another breakout coming. I don't, I don't, I, I really don't think he's a third round talent in the redraft. I think he, I think, I don't know if you stretch for him, Eric, or not, but I probably wouldn't have drafted him for at least several more rounds. Um, so I just think that one, you probably could have got him later. That's why I would say that. Not that he's bad. I just think you could have got him later. Mm, Eric? I feel like he was the, I feel like he was the best outfitter left on the board. That's why I took him. I'm not a fan of – I wasn't a fan of Kane or Eaton, so that's why I took him. But my I get least, you on that, Eric. On Kane and Eaton, too. I, I understand why you would have – yeah, in my there, in my my outfield is what was weakest. So I, I felt like I needed to get one, and I felt like he was the best one left. Unfortunately, yeah, but I'm not saying it doesn't make sense for you. I'm just yeah. saying I just think you could have got him later. Is all I would say. Probably, but I mean, there was no one else I was dying to get that fit my team. Um, but my least favorite pick is probably Hyunjin Ryu. I don't think he's going to be any good with Toronto in that division. I Fair. am just not a fan of him. Um, also, not a big fan of Nick Anderson, just for the fact that the Rays specifically said that they're not naming roles in their bullpen. So it's literally anyone's guess who's going to get that. So yeah. I felt like I felt like that was just early to grab a guy who, for sure, you definitely don't have like a closer tag, you know, with him. Um, yeah, but I mean, he's then, definitely the most talented, really, pitcher in that pen. And he's going to get most of the saves. I mean, that's already for been sure. Said. Well, he's just sure. going to be thrust into the best, like when they face the middle of the lineup, whether that be the seventh, eighth, or ninth. He'll just be thrust into that role, is the way I saw it. But regardless, I still think I would, I'm still not a big fan of Ryu. I still think that's my least favorite pick. But my favorite pick was probably. I like the Madison Bumgarner pick. I feel like he's going to be pretty solid with Arizona. And I feel like getting him in the third round, I feel like is a pretty good steal. Aside from Manaya, I didn't want to piggyback on that one because that was my favorite. But aside from him, I like Bumgarner. You know, bring up what Eric just said. It's interesting because you have Mad Bum and Ryu, Henry and Ryu both picked this round. Changing teams in the ballparks are so much different for both of them. Both went from more pitchers' ballparks to now hitters' ballparks. So that could really – kind of affect them this year, especially Ryu from Dodger Stadium to Toronto. And then Arizona's a bit of a launching pad, too, so that could be real interesting for Matt Bum. So I, I could see how that pick could be interesting. Yeah, Sitting sure. there. I mean, the pedigree's there, so, you you know, you kind of feel like, all oh, Matt Bum's there, i got to take him. The ballpark could be interesting for him this year in Arizona. Yeah. My, uh, my few takes on this round, you guys pretty much gobbled up everything that I say. Like everyone else, Shamanai is my favorite pick. A pitcher I was hoping would fall to me. Um, Madison Bumgarner would be my second favorite. Um, I think he's solid in this round, too. Um, I will say I, I don't have the worries that Eric does Nick Anderson. I think he'll be fine. He's a good closer. But my least favorite pick also piggybacks off um, Blaine and Ryan. I'm not a Scott Kingery fan. Like, he could be, I, I mean, I, he should be drafted, but like, this is r- round three of our draft. I, I had him graded probably around seven, around eight pick. I just don't have trust or faith in him, so that was my least favorite. Yeah. All right. 
Well, that concludes third round. Uh, we're going to the fourth round, which is round 16. Um, in order, it was Kyle Hendricks, Eduardo Rodriguez, Robbie Ray, Adam Eaton, Brandon Lowe, Alex Colomay, A.J. Puck, German, German Marquez, Lorenzo Cain, Luke Weaver, Elvis Andrews, Kenta Maeda. And Blaine, I'll let you start. Um, you know, I was really interested in the in the, uh, the the Puck pick. I thought that was a really kind of a – I can't pronounce his last name, but, I, you know, the, the upside's definitely there with his pick. My least favorite pick was probably Hendricks and uh, – and Eduardo Rodriguez. I mean, the COVID thing with Eduardo Rodriguez is kind of a, eh, you know, interesting deal. And, and supposedly he has symptoms, is, is showing symptoms as well. So that's kind of how much longer is he going to be out? Uh, maybe a reach there. Love the Adam Eaton pick, though, as well. Um, and then, you know, Weaver coming back. You know, we, we've supposedly, you know, maybe he's what he was when the Diamondbacks thought they got him, you know. Um, but probably, and then, and then just to say, I know I heard Ryan kind of chuckle on the Hendricks pick. He's probably the Cubs best pitcher, but I mean, he's not a, not exactly an elite fantasy guy. He's definitely a a better, you know, real, real game of baseball pitcher than fantasy guy. Um, and it's probably the best on the Cubs staff, which I think tells you what you need to know about the Cubs pitching for this year. (laughs) Just teasing that, just teasing that. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, no, I think those are good thoughts, Blaine. Um, I'm not going to pick my own pick here. I, I, I do really love the AJ Puck pick. I'm, I'm not going to say that. I think my, my favorite pick of this I round. I didn't even know it was your pick, Ryan. That's the thing. Now, I don't even know who these, who's on whose team other than my own when you tell me these picks. So, this is totally yeah. blind. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sugarcoating on anybody. I don't, I don't no, know I who picked who. So, it's all good. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, no, my other favorite pick of this round, um, I- I'll say uh, German Marquez. Um, I-, I-, I actually do like him as a pitcher. If he ever got out of Colorado, he'd be, he'd be really, really good. Um, and I think even in Colorado, it'll play well. Um, even this year, he's a solid pitcher. Um, probably be- definitely the best pitcher left on the board at that point. I think there was a pretty clear drop-off after that. So good pick by Vaughn. Uh, my least favorite pick here, um, I'm torn between two of them. It's Adam Eaton and uh, Elvis Andrews. I'm just not a fan of either of those in the fourth round. I think that you could you could have probably got them later. Um, but I mean, they're they're serviceable guys. They'll, they'll play well, um, but they they're also guys who are speed heavy and and not a whole lot else. Um, I'm not sure Eaton has a ton of injuries and Andrews, I know he had a good season either last year or the year before, but otherwise, I mean, he's just, I'm just not sure I would have taken him that early. Um, that's, but those are my thoughts. I'll go next. Um, my, I have two kind of favorite picks. I like AJ Puck. I think his potential fourth round mid is good. Um, and then my other favorite pick, I like Blaine's um, pick of Kenta Maeda. I think even I got him like the last pick of this round, I just think on Minnesota in that weak division, he's going to pile up the wins. He's, I just think he could have a good year. And uh, at least two, I'll probably say like my two least favorite, Elvis Andrews is one, not sure. He, I mean, he should be drafted. He should be somebody's second base shortstop just a little soon for, for me. And then – I'm not 100% sure on Brandon Lowe. I know some 
people like him, but uh, just similar to Elvis Andrews, I, th- I would have waited a couple rounds for that. Yeah. Eric? Yeah, I think for me, my least favorite pick is probably Eduardo Rodriguez. I just feel like that the AL East pitchers are just people I kind of stayed away from in general, and I never thought Eduardo Rodriguez was a like top tier pitcher. I just feel like his ERA is just going to be so high. Oh, again, um, Rodriguez, I'll stop you there. I, I'm looking at a report on him, and they say you know they haven't ruled him out for opening day, but it's time's running out if he doesn't get back soon. Um, oh, and- I know he's recovering, and he, but he's probably not estimated to return right now until early August, which is at least one or two turns in the rotation. And he, he's more. also is also the same one that drafted Zach Wheeler. So, I mean, you, you two of your first four picks could be either out permanently for the season or at least delayed. So, I mean, those are your two starting pitchers that you're drafting. They're coming for Clay right now at the bottom of the well, at the bottom of the even league. for even That's more tough. reason for me to not like Eduardo Rodriguez at that pick. So. Just fuel to the fire on that one. Um, and then my favorite pick, I'm torn between two. I really did like AJ Puck. I mean, I felt like it's obviously like one of those like reach picks because he has like high upside, but like if he hits, like that's a steal. Um, and then another one of my favorite picks was like piggybacking off Ryan is Kentamanda. That's someone I had targeted for my next pick, and then Blaine took him. So I feel like he'll be solid for Minnesota. I feel like he's going to get a ton of wins. And he'll just provide a lot of like good ERA and ratios, just not a ton of Ks. Yep. Well, this next round, which is round five of our draft. Thanks, um, guys, by the way. I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. the love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good pick. Um, next round, round five, round 17 overall. Um, and I'll read them uh, is Andrew McCutcheon, Justin Upton, Archie Bradley, Paul DeJong, Christian Walker. J.D. Davis, Tommy Edmond, Craig Kimbrell, Miguel Andujar, Carlos Martinez, Ryan McMahon, Hansel Robles. Uh, to me, I mean, that, that round is loaded, but I'll let Lane start. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Paul DeYoung, um, and I like the Kimbrell pick. You know, uh, he's going to get some saves. Uh, but then I, I, I'll also say, I, I mean, I love the ability to get a former MVP in Kutch if he's uh, back and doing what he can do in that Phillies lineup with Harper, Hoskins, you know, just kind of putting him in the middle of that thing could really provide some run production. So um, I, I was really pleased with my pick of Kutch there in the fifth round. Yep. Um, probably worst pick for me. I mean, I would I would go with um, – it would probably have to be uh, – Carlos Martinez, just because I don't know exactly what you're getting out of him. Are you getting a long guy? Are you getting a starter? Are you getting a potential closer? Uh, such uh, such up in the air with him there that I, I probably wouldn't have taken him there. But he's still a I – mean, he's a hell of a pitcher. So, having him on your team in that position is probably not a bad thing either. So Yeah. Yeah, so this round, to me, in good, good analysis, Glenn, I like that. Um, this round, to me, is packed full of potential. Um, I mean, you got DeJong, Christian Walker, Davis, Edmund, um, Martinez, McMahon. All those are, are trendy picks uh, with high upside. Uh, my favorite, if you had to corner me, um, I, I'm going to go with Tommy Edmund. I mean, that dude is a, is a 
stud, and I was surprised he was that far on the draft board. Um, I only chose Davis because I wanted a little bit more power, but I was going to choose Edmund in the next pick if he somehow fell. Um, so I like that pick by Phils. And then my least favorite pick, probably Justin Upton. With all those guys below them with so much more potential, I mean, I know Upton's solid. He's in L.A., better lineup. It's not a bad pick, so I don't want to make it sound like that. I just think there were some picks down there that could give you more keeper potential than Justin Upton. And uh, that's really where I'll leave that. But hey, uh, and, and to piggyback on Edmund real quick, um, he has an incredibly hot sister that played volleyball at Davidson that I uh, <laughs> got an opportunity to uh, to meet. It's pretty cool, and, and he was a nice guy. So uh, one of the few Cardinals that you got to, you know, you, you almost want to root for him, even being a Pirates fan like myself. So well, you always got to root for the Cardinal guys. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and his sister's talk show boy. So uh, you know, go Tommy Edmund. That's some good knowledge, Blake. I like that. <laughs> All right, Ryan, I'll let you go next. Go okay. next. Um, so I'm going to go opposite of you. One of my favorite picks of this round actually is Justin Upton. Just, I mean, no, I don't think – I mean, it's fifth round. I don't think he's going to be a keeper or become a keeper. Um, but I, I'm – Mostly for this draft, I'm just thinking what's going to be the best for this year. I'm not kind of – unless I see like a diamond in the rough maybe. Um, but I think with now Rendon and Trout right in front of him, he could get RBIs galore. And he was actually an outfielder I was going to target. Um, but I went too many pitchers early on. Um, and then my least favorite pick actually is – I'm going to say my own pick's my least favorite pick, Cancel Robles, just because this is my first closer that I got and all the good closers were gone. I mean, he's supposed to be the guy, but there, there's, I lo- I, there's a lot of talent in this round, so that's just kind of by default my least favorite. Fair enough. Eric? Uh, for me, favorite pick, it's a tie and maybe Cardinal Bias, but Paul DeYoung and Tommy Edmond. I was pretty upset that uh, Steven stole Tommy Edmund because that's the guy I had queued up in that uh, in that round. And I was really hoping to get him. I feel like he's going to be so good. I mean, just last year, came out of nowhere, a very likable player. Um, and then Paul DeYoung, just, he just hits bombs for the shortstop position. Like I feel like he is very underrated in fantasy. Um, and then my least favorite pick, probably have a tie – um, with Ryan Tanzel Robles, I know he's a closer, but I just feel like he's not one of those like great closers that you probably could have like got later in the draft. I feel like maybe. And then I'm just not as high on JD Davis, and the reason why I feel like I don't like him is because you could have had Tommy Edmund instead, and I'm much higher on Edmund than Davis. So, well, Davis, dude, Davis. Davis hit Davis hit like 300 last year, and that's 100 percent supported by his underlying sabermetric stats. Well, that's exactly true, but I mean, solid. that's true, and I mean, I just feel like Tommy Edmund. I just feel like Tommy Edmund. I think is going to have the better oh, year, and I think. Tommy, the, I, I like that I, but I also not didn't that I don't like JD Davis. Yeah, not that I don't like JD Davis. I just prefer Edmund to Davis, and I feel like with him sitting behind him, that just makes me not like JD Davis in that slot as much. Fair enough. Okay. Very good. Is that everything for that round? I believe it is. Um, so we'll move on to round six, which is round 18 overall. I'm going to try and speed it up a little bit. Um, 
I'll read it off. Jose Leclerc, Mike Fultonowicz, Josh James, Will Smith, Malik Smith, Sean Doolittle, Joe Jimenez, Keon Kayla, Luis Arias, Luke Voigt, Ian Kennedy, and Marcus Stroman. I'm going to let you start. Um, I love I loved the Kella pick. I think that was you, Kella, correct? Which one? The Keona Kella pick? No, that was not me. Oh. Well, it was Vaughn. I, I loved it. Oh, okay. Well, it was – love that pick. Um, I thought the Will Smith was maybe a little bit of a reach. Um, yeah. And Doolittle, we've got a lot of questions about whether he's even going to be involved. Um, he's He could opt out uh, potentially I've, from what I've read, I think. I'm, maybe I'm – Maybe I'm a little misinformed, and maybe he's come around. No, you're right. Things, but I know he was he was kind of a squeaky wheel there in the testing stuff. He's still um, not. He's still not sure. He's still. He's yeah. like trending to play, but he hasn't committed yet. He hasn't been to camp yet, or maybe he has been to camp. But he's not committed to play yet, and he said that basically as soon as he starts feeling iffy about it, he's just going to shut down. So I'm not that. Yeah. I completely stayed away from Doolittle on the draft board. I mean, and, and what's crazy about that, too, is the Nats bullpen, you know, he is kind of the guy, but yet the rest of the guys are you're a little – you're really nervous about it. And it's, uh, it's kind of incredible. They were able to pull it off all last year with some of those guys in the pen. And then I'll, yeah. I'll also say I was really high – I really love the Stroman, being able to steal Stroman when I still Stroman. Uh, I think he's a big game yeah. pitcher. I think getting him into New York now out of that band box in Toronto, he put up some great numbers in, as a Met. And I think he's going to continue that rotation. I think they're going to feed off each other, Degrom, Stroman, you know, maybe Matt as well. Um, so I, I, I was, I, I really like the Stroman pick by myself, you know. No, solid. So um, I'll go next. A uh, lot of, a lot of closers or relief pitchers taken in this round. There's more I don't like than what I do like in this round. Um, I'll just point out two quick highlights. Uh, Luis Arias, um, at first I wasn't sure I liked this pick, but when I looked at the round, I actually do. Um, it was definitely a reach. Um, but the dude has really good contact skills, on-base skills, um, never like Harley strikes out. So, I mean, it's a solid pick for on-base and run production in that Minnesota offense. Um, not a lot of power, but maybe it'll get there. So it could be sneaky good. And then Stroman, like you said, good pick. Um, as far as talented starting pitchers in this round, I like that pick. Um, and then... Uh, there's a couple I don't like here. Uh, Josh James um, with Houston. Um, I, I believe he is just now starting to throw, and he may not be ready by opening day. Um, and then Will Smith, he's not even the closer right now for the Braves. So I don't. that was probably my least favorite pick. And then obviously the concern with Doolittle, I would have just avoided Doolittle completely. I probably wouldn't even draft Doolittle. So I don't like that pick either. <laughs> But I'll I'll move it on to Ryan. I mean, is he supposed to be or or middle uh, Josh or James, he, Just James Josh is, James is the, the he's the number four he's the number four starter for Houston. Uh, okay, he's supposed to be yes, but he's currently um, he hasn't reported to camp yet okay. as of yeah. today or as of yesterday. He has not been to camp. So he's not thrown. Seeing that a lot with the pitchers too. I feel like they're kind of trying to kind of space some of them out a little bit more, um, and try maybe avoid the testing rush too. Seems like you're seeing that a lot. I know I saw it with Reyes too with the Cardinals, I believe. Yeah, he's like it says he's likely to. Assuming he reports soon, 
he's likely to face a restricted pitch count if uh, if he even makes his first couple turns in the rotation. So that's why I don't like that pick. Gotcha. Um, don't worry, I don't like him either. And he's my pick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I'll, and Will Smith's the other one, like not a sure Braves closer and got issues. So those are my least favorite. There's not a ton of favorites I like in this round. There's a lot of like closers and stuff. And I know Eric, you mentioned the last one. I could have got Hansel Robles later in the draft. But like the closer run was pretty much dried up after this one, except for some really, really sketchy ones later. So I was glad I got the two when I did. But um, I guess my favorite pick of this round, though, would be um, – Fulton F. It's just because he is a pitcher with potential. Um, so I'll go with that. Fair enough. Eric? All right. So I think it's pretty clear that I'm not a fan of my pick, Josh James. I mean, maybe in the second half of the season, if he's back and he's actually playing, he's got the starter. Maybe I'll come back and say he wasn't my least favorite pick of the draft. But as it stands right now, it's just the favorite pick of the draft was Fulton Evich of this round. And that's who I had queued and had no backup. So I scrambled with three seconds left and just mistakenly hit Josh James. So that's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we all have one of those, Eric. I have one. Oh, God. Yeah. So that that's my least favorite pick. I also, I, so is Greg Bird still trying to be the Yankees first baseman or is that Luke Voigt's job? Let's see. Because if Luke where Voigt, is Greg? I mean, it, Oh, go ahead. If, if Luke Voigt is the primary Yankees first baseman, then I love that pick in round 18. Well, um, Luke Voigt is the primary Yankees first baseman. Then I that becomes my favorite pick of that round. I feel like being in the Yankees offense and just getting steady at bats. And then Luke Voigt, you know, I think it was, what, a year ago, last year maybe, or the year before, he just, like, went on a tear. Yep. And I feel like he'll be solid, so – I feel like that's a pretty good spot for that that round for him. And then, obviously, Strowman's a good pick, too. Yep. Agree. Is that a platoon situation going on with uh, Voight and uh, Bird? A little lefty-righty action? Or is that primarily, like you said, just Voight's job fully? I believe it's Voight's job fully, but okay. I don't know. Yeah. Well, hey, obviously, you could also throw him in the DH as well. I mean, kind of rotationally, yeah. everybody else in that well, lineup. Greg Bird, so guys, like, oh. Greg Bird's not on the Yankees. Greg Bird's on the Texas Rangers. Well, I stand corrected on Greg Bird and Voight. <laughs> yeah, Voight's I guess, they, I guess they've had enough of the Bird up in New York. Yeah. And stay yes. in the DH. The grill, baby, goes to the grill. <laughs> Very good. All right. You guys see the grill. <laughs> Moving on to round seven, which is round 19. I'll read it off. Um, it is Kevin Newman, Jake Odorizzi, Willie Calhoun, Ryan Braun, Joe Musgrove, Garrett Hampson, Dustin May, Giovanni Gallagos, Andrew Haney, Alex Verdugo, Tanaka, and Aaron Hicks. Blaine, I'll let you start. Well, um, I don't know. You know, I, I look at I look at the Tanaka pick, and I'm I'm wondering after the concussion, and it's always tough to come back on that. Is he going to be as sharp? And he's getting older anyway. So I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like that pick, but I'm I'm just kind of wondering on that pick a little bit. 
Um, and Braun, I'm, I'm not a real big fan of that pick as well. Uh, but, but I do like the Verdugo and the Musgrove picks. I think those are both good ones. Verdugo is going to get a real opportunity in Boston to kind of be one of the guys that's going to, you know, be a big uh, catalyst in that offense. And then May is, uh, I don't know, you know, he's, he's another guy with a lot of potential, but has it really ever panned out for him? And, you know, so plus he's a, you know, he's, he's a big old ginger out there on the mound. So that's always fun. Hey, I'm not saying anything against it. It's just, you don't see many of them out there, you know, twirling, twirl, twirling to the Dodger stadium like that. You know, so I, those are my yeah. guys there in that round. Yeah. No, I agree. So this round was loaded for me. I, I had four guys in my queue lined up one, two, three, four, all were taken within a, within a, four pick or five pick uh, sequence uh, starting with my pick. Um, I also had Dustin May, Andrew Heaney and Verdugo all lined up, which they were all taken. (laughs) So um, it was a kind of a letdown for me, uh, which sent me spinning. Um, So there's a lot I like Uh, my favorite pick. um, Probably it's between these, um, but I'll I'll say Verdugo just because it wasn't as much of a reach. Uh, I love Dustin May. I ha- I really wanted him, but he was taken about three or four rounds early. Um, I was shocked by that. Um, as well as Andrew Heaney was about two or three rounds early, but Verdugo was maybe a round early. So that's why I'll say Verdugo. Um, and then my least favorite pick is between Braun and um, Tanaka. I'm just not a Tanaka guy, and I, I, I just never targeted him. Um, it's just personally i just don't believe that much in him and then but i'll go with braun i just feel like it was a reach there's better stuff there um i don't know how he'll be injury wise i know that dh probably helps braun um but at the same time i'm just not sure how he'll be so uh he he's a bit of a risk there when there was a lot more to be had yeah i actually like a few parts of this round uh similar to what you all said i like verdugo i like may or two ones that have a lot of potential. Um, so I like those. And I'm actually on the opposite of Bron. I'm not saying Bron's my favorite pick. But I think with the DH option, short season, I think he could be okay. Um, least favorite pick, probably going hmm, – Least favorite pick. Least favorite. Probably the – the St. Louis closer guy, Galagos, just because yeah. he's dealing, isn't he out of COVID right now? He, well, he's not COVID. So Galagos is currently stuck in Mexico and they're not really sure when he's going to get back in. He's, I mean, they're saying he'll be back in soon. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, and it wouldn't be that hard for him to get prepared for the season. Um, but they're obviously not sure. There's a lot of up in the air. So we'll see. Yeah. So there's just a lot I liked in this round. A lot of pitchers and hitters that were good. So I guess him just not being the sh- for sure the closer. Um, I mean, he could be a potential to be good, but it was just a little bit of uncertainty. Yep. Eric? So you'll have to inform me since it was your pick. Is Gary Hansen have the starting gig? Because I was reading yes. that Brendan Rodgers – was going nope. to have it. Brendan Rodgers does not have it. It's he's hundred uh, percent the starting second baseman, and Brendan Rodgers is not expected to contend for that. That's okay. been updated. Well, 
Okay, because when I read it, I was, that's why I stayed away from him. So that's why it was going to be my worst pick, but it's not my worst pick now then since he has it. Um, so my worst pick of this one would probably be hmm, – I feel like most of them are pretty solid picks. This is quite hard. So whichever one I say, I just have to not take offense. I don't know. I just – I'm not a big Joe Musgrove guy. I mean – I don't think the Pirates are going to win that many games, and he's not like one of those aces who's definitely going to like get his wins because he's going to hold opponents to like, you know, less than two runs. Like, so I'm just I feel like that was a bit of a reach in my opinion. Um, I probably agree with you, Eric. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a better starter than it'd be fine, but just playing on a an offense that's probably not going to be that great, and like he's just like Hold on now. maybe not about that part of it though. They're, the the Pirates' offense is, is average at best. It could be good. could be real good. Let's say The core of that yeah, no, core over could be real good. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, but that's probably my least favorite. And then my favorite pick, I did like my Verdugo pick, but to not choose my own, I, I like the um, – Andrew Heaney pick. I feel like Heaney's very underrated. I feel like he's going to be pretty good for LA. And in that round, I think he's the best starter of yep. that uh, round 19. So I agree. All right, Brian. Or did you already give All me right. that? Right, I already did, man. We're ready for round okay. 20. All right, round 20, which is round eight of our draft. Uh, I'll, I'll read it off Ross Stripling, John Gray, Dallas Keichel, Jose Urquidy. Caleb Smith, Brandon Kinsler, Trent Grisham, Joey Lucchese, Hunter Harvey, Seth Lugo, Ronaldo Lopez, Zach Britton. Blaine, I'll let you go. Um, well, you know, the John Gray pick to me is a, is a real interesting pick on a lot of different levels because he is uh, much better at cores than he is on the road. Which is when you read those stats, you say, "How in the hell does that happen? That should that shouldn't happen." But so I mean, and I've, I watched him pitch when he was playing at WVU down at Power Park when he was uh, with Oklahoma. He's got really good stuff. He's like a guy that I, you know you could see a lot of potential in, and he's been on that level you know a couple of times. But yet he's still kind of is you're still searching for more out of him too. Um, I don't know. I really love the Keiko pick. I think that's probably my favorite pick of of this round for sure. I think you get him into Chicago feasting on the uh, the Royals and the uh, the Tigers. I think he could have a really good year uh, for the White Sox. So those would be my two picks. And, and then the Ukiti pick is really interesting too because there's a lot of talent there, but who knows what he really is. And, and uh, He you know, is just like Josh James. He still has not reported as well. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. That's, and that's questions in the Astros rotations right now. The Astros rotations in shambles right now, which is I'm, yeah. which is why I said on the AL AL um, AL over under, I took the under on the Astros. <laughs> their their other starters are Austin Pruitt and Framber Valdez. That is, if if it season started today, that would be their four and five. Ooh. Yikes! Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if they get Urquidy back and Josh James, both of them are good. So we'll see. All right. So, Blaine, was that all you had, or do you have anything else? That's yeah. that's that's all. Well, I mean, there's just a lot of unknown in this, in or a lot of 
a lot of uh, unknowns in this kind of this round, I think, you know, there a lot are, of questions. There are. Um, so I'll go next. There, there are a couple picks I'm not a fan of. Um, I originally thought it would be Ross Stripling would be my least favorite uh, just because he doesn't have a rotation spot right now. Um, or he's battling for that spot. Um, but he could be a good long man, which, I mean, there's value to that. Um, the one I'm really not not a fan of is Reynaldo Lopez. Um, I feel like this was way too early for a guy who's like the fifth starter for the White Sox, and, he's, and, and I just don't know that he has the upside as some of the pitchers that were taken after him in this draft. Um, I, there were several that I would have taken over Reynaldo Lopez. So... Um, I'll say we're all not a Lopez, um, but also saying that, you know, Urquidy has his own issues. Um, he could definitely be the worst pick if he doesn't show up. And then Stripling, obviously, if he doesn't want a rotation spot and it's just a odd man out of the bullpen, then that, that also would be the worst. Um, the best in this round, uh, I do like um, Caleb Smith. I thought that was a good pick. Um, he has some upside to him. Dallas Keuchel is good. And then I also like my own Trent Grisham pick for this round. I don't like, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn here too much, but I do like Trent Grisham. I like the upside for him as my fifth outfielder. He's a stud but, uh, on the show, Keller. So, what's up? You, know what? you, you might be, he's a stud on the show. Grisham's a stud on the show. So. Dude, he's good. Yeah. But I'll kick it over to Ryan. Uh, yeah, overall, this round, I don't love a lot of this round. Mm. Um, so, couple relief. I mean, at this point, I mean, middle relievers are good if you get them later. But I just feel it's still still a little early for some of those. Even though Zach Britton's good, I mean, but Zach Britton, I guess if if Chapman is not going to be out because COVID, that was for my thought a, process a little bit. That one, Ryan. That was exactly yeah. So if that. if that's the case, then I pick could be all right. But if Chapman comes back within a week, then it's uh um. Also, not sure about Hunter Harvey. I don't know. Is he supposed to be Baltimore's closer? He's supposed to be Baltimore's closer, but he's definitely not the best reliever on Baltimore. That would go to Michael Gibbons. Right. So, not the best reliever, even if he might be the closer on the crappiest team of all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. don't really like it. That's a reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. Favorite pick? Uh Probably Keuchel. I, I think it's a solid pitcher in this round. So maybe Keuchel. Yeah, very good. I, I agree. It's. I mean, I like my pick there, Keuchel. I feel like he was just the best pitcher left. That's just going to be kind of you know what you're getting. Um, but as far as other guys, I like. I did like Trent Grisham. I had him queued up. Was hoping he'd fall in um, my next pick. So I feel like he's going to be pretty solid in San Diego, getting consistent at bats. Um, so he'll probably actually take my favorite pick. And then my least favorite pick would be, um, your quitty just because he is more of an unknown than Josh James was. And I don't think he's as good as Josh James. So I just feel like that was a little bit of a reach. Um, but I know he's a Houston fan, so I get why he chose him because he does yep. have upside. So very good. All right, well, moving on to round, I guess this is nine now, um, round 21 overall. We've got Steven Max to lead it off, Salvador Perez, 
Aaron Savale. I don't, I'm not sure how you say that name. Aaron Savale, Savale. Um, Steven Matz, Salvador Perez, Aaron Savale, Yandy Diaz, Gio Urshela, Sandy Alcantara, Brian Anderson, Anthony Discafani, Rich Hill, Dylan Carlson, Mark Melanson, Edwin Encarnacion. And I'll let Blaine lead it off. Um, I think getting Melanson there that late's a really interesting pick. Uh, I could, in Edwin and Carlson also could you know really hit you a bunch of bombs, uh, picking in that late spot. Um, Salvador Perez I thought was another pretty interesting pick there, because there's still a lot of questions with him regarding uh, the virus and whether he's going to be in the camp or when he's going to be in, and then he's old anyway, and then you're you're also taking a catcher, you know, in that spot there. But, I mean, he is one of the best catchers in the game, so I could see why you might want to go there. But uh, those are probably my thoughts on this round. Yep. So, I'll agree with you, actually. Um, I'm going to say Salvador Perez uh, is my least favorite just because of the COVID stuff. Um, and he's had some injury history in the past, and I'm just not sure his time as an elite catcher is still there. Um, there's a lot I like in this round. Um, Savale, I had him queued up for the following round. Um, and I thought for sure he'd fall cause he's kind of an unknown guy. And I don't know if a lot of people that really know him, um, but he's, he kind of, he's a good rookie to know. And I was shocked when Kim Dijon took him. I thought for, he was taken early too, like several rounds early, um, which really shocked me. Uh, so I really like that pick. It's probably my favorite pick because of that. Um, but there are other great ones like Carlson, Encarnacion, um, Melanson could be a steal if he keeps the job, but we'll see if that happens. And then obviously like, you know, Gio Urshela as well. I thought that was a good pick, but I'll kick it over. I mean, hey, Keller, I know it's, I know it's um, kind of, you know, real kind of a sidebar, but I mean, being a Braves fan, I mean, do you want Melanson on the mound or do you want Will Smith? Because I mean, Will Smith, you know, has, hasn't had the track record in the pennants and in the, the races October, like Melanson has, you know, as compared to, Will I Smith. think Will Smith has better stuff. So I'd rather have Will Smith at this point in time in his career. Yeah. yeah. And he's a lefty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, but that's not necessarily what the Braves are doing. So, I mean, I'd really just, and you've got Luke Jackson who uh, Snicker loves out of the, out of the ninth inning too. So like you've got so much competition in that Atlanta pen that I'm not really sure who's going to get the majority of saves. You really think Luke Jackson should be in that mix, though? Seriously? Yeah, I, I think he could be. I think he could be. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan, but I think he could be. A snicker trusts him. So, I mean, I, I really think it's a two – it could be even a four-man. Um, I feel like he let you guys down in October this past he year. Did. Really big time, though. Yeah. Okay. He did. Yeah. But, yep. Um, yeah. Ron? So, yeah, I'm going to piggyback on least favorite pick probably – just because of the COVID stuff and injuries and just a little unsure there. I like a lot in this round. I mean, I'll just quickly just say the ones I like. I like Yandy Diaz, I think solid. Ursula, I think solid. I even think Rich Hill, even though he's an injury waiting to happen, short season on a stacked Minnesota, usually decent on a per-game basis like that. Um, Carlson, decent potential at this point. If you get the Braves, if Mel- if Melanson can hold the job, he's going to start with it. So as long as he doesn't suck, if you get the Braves closer this late, that's kind of a steal. And I even like my own pick of Edwin because he just fell forever, and he should 
hit a decent amount of home runs. So. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of talent in this round. I, I'm i going to piggyback on Ryan's favorite with Savali. I had him queued up for that round. I was going to take him with my pick, um, but I liked him. And then I, I do like my pick, but that's also because I'm a big Cardinals homer, and I think he's going to be great in Dylan Carlson, and he'll take my um, – He'll take my spot as my prospect for the end of this year, more than likely, assuming they don't play him, you know, the first however many games it is for the Super 2. Um, but I like those two and many others. Um, there's really only, like, one pick I don't like, which is Sal Perez, which we've all said. Um, other than yep. that, I feel like everyone was pretty much – no one really reached for anyone else. I feel like it was pretty much their rounds to go. Yeah. Okay. Okay, next round. Uh, round 22 overall. Uh, I think it's round 10 of our draft. Hunter Renfro, Jose Quintana, Garrett Richards, Michael Pineda, Yanni Chirinos, Nick Madrigal, Pablo Lopez, Austin Riley, Nomar Mazzara, Hunter Dozier, Shin Shu Chu, and Colton Wong. Blaine? Um, I really like the Noir Mazzara pick and Hunter Dozier. Um, and I was ecstatic to get Colton Wong when I got him late. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Hunter Renfro. Um, I know he's put up some numbers and he's been a good player, but I'm also – I don't know. There's just something about him I'm not necessarily 100% sold on. And now coming from, you know, the West Coast to the East Coast with Tampa, uh, probably my guy. And then Pineda has, has always been – He's always been there where you think he's going to be great, and then he takes steps back, and then you think he's going to be great, and then he takes steps back. And so that's a real big risky pick, I think, to pick Pineda there. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I, I would agree. There, there's a couple picks that are somewhat risky, and there's, there's a couple picks that are just kind of uh, – I, I just probably wouldn't have taken them. Um, like Senshu Chu is probably my least favorite. There's an argument to be had for all the other guys. Um, again, I, I know he was sitting at the top of the board for a while, but it's probably because he, you know, what you're going to get, and it's really, really average to below average right now in terms of fantasy production from Senshu Chu. Uh, so that's why I probably wouldn't have taken him. My favorite. Um, there's a lot of there. There are a lot of high upside picks here. I like Hunter Dozier, who's he was also a guy that stayed up on the board longer than he probably should have. Um, Austin Riley's a boomer bust here. I mean, if it's the Austin Riley that you know when he was called up, this is a great pick. Um, and he is going to get playing time. Um, with the DH and everything else, so I mean that could be a great pick. But it could also he could also be a platoon guy or get sent back down to AAA like he did last year. So, I mean, it's just – I mean, it's tough. Um, yeah, I'd say my favorite pick's Hunter Dozier. To me, this round's kind of meh. It's like not picks I hate, but not picks I love either. It's just kind of all in between. Um, I agree. I'd say some of my favorites I, – I mean, I think Pineda, he's on the Twins. So basically, I'm kind of liking anybody on the Twins because of the rest of that division. Eh. I mean, Cleveland's okay and White Sox okay, but like they get two easy teams. So uh, that one picks all right, and then Hunter Dozier's solid bat um, in this round. So like that. Least favorite um, is probably uh, I'm gonna go with Colton Wong just because 
I don't know. I've never been a fan of him after I, I drafted him that one year I was between. There's two hype sleepers in the first round like three years or four years ago. It was Mookie Betts and Colton Wong, and I chose Colton. No, he's forever on my list. So. Who was that? <laughs> Brutal. You're getting fired as the director of scouting for uh, the Brizzo uh, Rizzo <laughs> yeah. uh, organization there after that pick. Uh, well, that was back when I was main man Miggy and oh, okay. afterwards Brizzo. So that's I had a, I had a management change after that one. Yeah, you deserve, deservedly so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for me, I like the uh, Hunter Dozier pick too, but I also like the Nick Madrigal. If he gets the starting job for the White Sox, I think he'll get some underestimated speed and average for the White Sox. I think that's a pretty nice pick. And then my least favorite, probably going to have to go with Pineda. I know he had a decent year last year, but I just I'm not sold on him either. And then I also didn't like the Shinsu Chu pick as well. I just feel like he just is one of those math players that you just kind of spends his time on the waivers. Yeah. And just so you're, just so everyone knows, uh, Nick Madrigal, he's not projected to start for the White Sox. Um, he might contribute, um, but he's not projected to open the season as a starter. Who's starting in second base for them? Lurie Garcia. He, I mean, he's a better player, but I don't know how long it's going to take for Madrigal to actually get the gig. So, I mean, that yeah. could either be a really good pick or a really bad pick by Steve. Yeah. I'm not really sure what it's going to be. It's one or the other. Yeah. But. Okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, around 11, which is round 23, uh, going down Gregory Polanco, Gene Figura, Corey Dickerson, Austin Hayes, Scott Oberg, Adrian Hauser, Dakota Hudson, Sam Hilliard, Danny Santana, Will Smith, the Los Angeles catcher, Eric Hosmer, Wilson Ramos. And Blaine, I'll let you start. Well, not a huge, huge fan of Hauser. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I've seen, I know he had some good numbers for the end of last year, but and a lot of people are kind of trying to build him up as being one of the better guys in the Milwaukee staff. I'm not necessarily sold on that at all. Um, I, I was I was really happy to get Blanco there late. I think if he's healthy, he is an absolute could be an absolute stud still. Um, and I I think after that, you know, I, and I'll be honest when when I when I say this, I don't know much about. Hayes. So I, maybe I should be a little more informed on that before I make a statement on it. But I, I don't know anything about it to, to know on that pick. So that'd be one that I'm scratching my head on. Just writing that? down a piece of notebook paper here. Oh, Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I will I'll lead off next. So um, Hayes actually is supposed to lead off. For the Baltimore Orioles, is their like leadoff hitter, and he's a prospect for them. Oh, so he's that, an Oriole. No one, no one knew who he was. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, he could be good. I mean, he, he could be good. I mean, he has a good track record in the minors, and he's he was a highly touted prospect in like I want to say 2017. He like crushed it in like the lower minors, but then like he kind of flamed out a little bit once he got into the higher levels. Um, but he's still good. Um, it's not my favorite pick of the round, but it's a good pick, I think. Um, but to take to for my favorite pick, 
Um, man, uh, there, there's a. I, I'm struggling with this round a little bit. I, I really like my pick of Hauser. I really love how late I got him. I, I waited on him and thought, hey, I'm not going to get him. I'm going to take Pablo Lopez and Alcantara ahead of him, and he still fell to me. Maybe that's an indication that I'm the only one that's high on him. Um, but, <laughs> but I like him a lot. Um, and I, this one's like a depends. If Sam Hilliard plays for Colorado, if he gets playing time, he will be good, and that will be a great pick. But I'm just not sure he's going to get playing time. Currently, he's not slated to start in any, anywhere for Colorado. He's their first guy off the bench. So if he can get playing time somehow, that would be a great pick. If not, then the, I'm not going to pick at all. Who's, who's going to be their DH? Uh, Daniel Murphy. Uh, who's McMahon's first? McMahon's at first? McMahon's at first. Hampson's at second. I see. So it depends. If, if there, Hilliard, so they got what, an Blackman. They got Blackman and Cargo in the outfield. And who else they got? David Dahl, right? Oh, they yeah. got. They have Dahl, uh, Ramel Tapia, and uh, well, Blackman. Blackman's currently out, which um, he remains quarantined and he hasn't arrived at camp. So I guess Hilliard could play right now until Blackman gets back. But Blackman should be back by pretty much the start of their season at some point. Um, I mean, I feel like it's better than Tapia. Maybe. It just, like I said, it, it's kind of like one of those things where with the previous pick we just talked about with Madrigal. I mean, if he gets playing time, it's a good pick. If he doesn't get playing time, it's a bad pick. It just depends. True. But that's my thoughts on this round. There's a, that's, that's my thoughts. Ryan, do you, what do you think? Yeah, uh, a couple of favorite things I like about it. I'm going to say Gene Segura just because of at this late in the draft. At one point, he was like a top 50 pick when he was stealing a bunch, hitting home runs. Now, do I think he's a player anymore? No. But short season, upside this late, like the shot. Also, like I feel like there's like a clear about five top catchers. And me and Eric finished out this round with what I thought was the top catchers. With Will Smith and Wilson Ramos, so I like that too. Least favorite, uh, I don't know. There's not anything I hate about this round. Uh, I'll say maybe Corey Dickerson, just in Miami. Um, not much around him, so I don't know that he'll be too great there. So as of the industry training, I'm just gonna add a thought, I, and I don't think it's a bad pick. Um, I think it's just kind of a, a decent pick, Will Smith. I originally thought, hey, this guy's going to be, you know, one of the next great catchers, and he still could be. Um, started really hot and then came back to earth, especially towards the playoffs uh, for the Dodgers. Hit really low batting average and really wasn't that great. And then in spring training, he was still struggling. And the report at the last report on him uh, when things shut down was that he and Austin Barnes were going to uh, have a timeshare. Um, again, that was in the spring, so things had changed, but that's what kind of turned me off a little bit of Will Smith. Okay. Yeah, I mean, granted, yeah, I still – I like the Ramos pick better than the Smith pick, if I'm me being too. honest. Me too. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, they're they're catchers. It's not like – I really don't think there's going to be that much difference between the – I think there's still that clear top five, like Ryan was saying, like – you guys will be sure. surprised by Sean Murphy. Just wait. Hi. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
He's one of the top prospects in for oh. Oakland, and he's going to start. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure about that one, but uh, got a little rivalry going on the podcast. I can see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Will Smith and Sean Murphy are going to be about the same. That's I mean, fair. they're not going to be. Sean Murphy's not going to be a world beater. I mean, he's a catcher. I mean, he's they're more defensive players anyways. But as far as the round goes, my least favorite pick is Scott Oberg, the closer of no. Colorado. Nope. Yeah, then that's, that's definitely probably my least favorite pick. I mean, one, he pitches in Colorado. Two, he doesn't have the job. Three, he's a closer. I mean, not even the closer. So not a huge fan of that pick. I guess he could overtake it from – um, Wade Davis, but still, yeah. I feel like that's a reach for him. Um, favorite pick of the round? I I don't mind the Austin Hayes pick. I think there's a lot of potential. I think it gives Clay a you know a potential Baltimore keeper. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he has that pedigree in him, so we'll see. I mean, he played really good the the last month of last year. Yeah, um, if I remember, he batted like. 300 plus or something last year so at the end of it yeah and he had 309 for the entire season so i mean he could be good but i think everyone in that round has question marks i agree uh what i'll say before we start the round 24 we got seven rounds left Uh, we're getting into a little less exciting names so let's try to go a little bit more rapid fire so people don't listen to it forever agree all right uh, next round, Avisel Garcia, Miles Mikolas, Dylan Cease, Yasiel Puig, CJ Crone, Chris Davis, Sean Murphy, Renato Nunez, Didi Gregorius, Michael Chavez, Dylan Bundy, Nate Ivaldi. And Blaine, I'll let you kick it off. Blaine, you still there? Come All back right. down. We'll come back. Yeah, come back down. All right. Uh, I'll kick it off then. Uh, favorite pick of this round? Um, probably going to go with the Chris Davis pick only because, I mean, if he even hits, you know, homers like he's used to hitting homers, I don't care if his average is 230. That's a great pick. I like it this late. I mean, I would have taken him, but I had other things, but it's a good pick this late. Good value. Lot worse, well, worst pick, least favorite pick, um, Puig, just because I don't think he's great to begin with, and I have no idea where he's going to play, especially if he goes to Baltimore. I don't like it. Um, so I'll kick it to Brian. Yeah, I'm, I'm same favorite, Chris Davis, definitely my favorite. Have this much power this late. Um, I also like Michaelis as a decent pitcher this late. Um, least favorite. I don't know so much about Chavez. I don't know. Chavez not sold on or Renato Nunez. Okay. Agree. Yep. Agree on Renato then, Nunez. So Blaine said he can still hear us. So Blaine, if you can still hear us, you're going to have to exit out of the app and come back in and then it should work. Um, um, so my favorite pick, I like um, – I like Chris Davis, obviously, but I also don't mind the uh, CJ Crone pick because um, he's going to get regular bats, I believe, in Detroit. Um, and he was 
he was pretty good. I think he's a nice little source of power. Um, and then my least favorite pick is probably probably Puig, um, just because the team he's connected to is the Orioles, and he's just not as good as he was um, when he first came up. Yep. Agreed. Like Chris Davis we were talking about is Oakland, not Baltimore. Yes. Agree. Agree. Okay. So I can't – I don't think I can get Blaine back in or he, he – I'm not sure if we can join or not. Um, so we'll continue with Adam. Uh, next round, 27. We're getting to the, kind of the bench picks now. Um, so kind of, it's, it's tough. Uh, value picks are good here. Um, <clears throat> Molina – John Means, Will Harris. Oh, wait, we skipped round 25. Yeah. Round 25, okay. That's my bad. Uh, We'll start with Cesar Hernandez, Randall Grichik, Ryan Presley, Shogo Akiyama, Sixto Sanchez, Josh Lindblom, Spencer Howard, Jordan Montgomery, Christian Vasquez, Diego Castillo, Chris Bassett, and Ryan Yarbrough. And um, I have two favorites. Uh, One is Shogi Akiyama. I think that's good value there. He's going to lead off for the Reds. Not sure if he'll platoon or not, or what the Reds outfield situation is, but good, the good value. The biggest pick in this round was Spencer Howard. I know that he hasn't pitched in the majors yet. He hasn't really pitched above double A yet, but it looks like the Phillies are going to end up giving him a rotation spot out of necessity. Uh, so if he pitches, that's a great pick. Uh, my least favorite is my own, Josh Lindblom. Um, I had Akiyama sitting in my queue and lost him uh, and then panicked, didn't know who to pick. Not that I really like anything that was picked after him much better, but I, I just panicked and picked a pitcher that I knew was okay, and that's what I ended up with. So I don't really like it. Uh, uh, my two that I like in this, I like Jordan Montgomery. Um, I thought it was a good – I mean, he's a Yankee starter to get this late, worth a shot on one of the best teams in baseball. And I actually like your Jocelyn Ball pick. He was like the player of the year in KBO. Yeah, I've was. been following KBO some. So, like, if he can beast over that. I mean, obviously it's not the same as the majors, but I think he could do okay. It's worth a shot this late. Um, I mean, I like one quick question. I just panicked, and I wasn't sure if I really wanted to take him. But after looking at the draft list, it, it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Is Ryan Presley supposed to be a starter, or is he just a middle reliever for the Astros? He's just a middle reliever. Yeah, so that's my least favorite pick. Fair enough. <laughs> that's probably worse. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm not a big Ryan Presley guy. I don't feel like his ratios are fantastic. Um, but I kind of like the Cesar Hernandez pick. He's going to lead off for Cleveland now. I feel like he's just got a lot of talent behind him. He can score a ton of runs, and he hits for a pretty decent average. So I feel like that's pretty good value. Back there for Blaine. Very good. All right. Uh, Eric, are you done with that round? Yeah. Okay. Next round, Matt McGill, Mark Canha, Drew Pomeranz, Tony Watson, John Berti, Alex Wood, David Peralta, Dylan Batanzas, Griffin Canning, Jordan Yamamoto, Johnny Cueto, and Matt Carpenter. And my favorite out of this round, um, mm, it's tough. There's some good ones. Uh, I think I'll go, oddly enough, 
I think I'll go with Matt Canha. He he broke out last year. Um, I was looking at him here, and I like him. He has a lot of power. Uh, kind of came out of nowhere last year, but the stats support it. So I like him. Least favorite pick. Um, I don't know much about him, uh, but John Birdie. I don't know much about John Birdie. So that that alone, I'd, I guess I'd have to look him up, but. Uh, he's like a 30 year old making a comeback or something he's an old guy okay Never heard of him okay yeah I'll still say alright couple of my favorites I, I kind of wanted I almost thought about doing Alex Wood where I took a guy there I mean I don't know that he'd be great but I think he's supposed to be a starter for the Dodgers so on that team if he can just be average, that's a good pick at this late. Also, Matt Carpenter fell off the wagon last year, but he's been great in the past. So he's worth the shot this late that maybe he can rekindle something in the short season, have one of his hot stretches. Yeah. Um, least favorite. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't know much about Bertie either, so I can't say much on him. Also, Batances, I mean, he's a good middle reliever, but uh, so, I mean, yeah, maybe him too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my favorite's Matt Carpenter. Uh, being a Cardinals guy, I've been following, you know, what their situation is with the DH, and it appears that he's going to be the primary DH, and I think that'll help him just to focus on his hitting. And as a fan of the Cardinals, I, I wish he would go back to his, like, batting average of 320 without the home runs. Instead of the power surge, Matt Carpenter, um, I think it'd be more beneficial for his game. Um, but I think he'll be. I think it'd be a lot better with that DH. And then my least favorite, um, probably Birdie or Tony Watson. Birdie or Watson? I mean, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Watson. He's just a middle reliever, right? Yeah, he might. Well, he might get some closing work with the Giants. They. They have a committee kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But probably Birdie. I just don't feel like he'll really do much. He's placed for Miami, so. Yep. Okay. Uh, next round, uh, Yadier Molina, John Means, Will Harris, Nick Solak, Zach Plesak, Wade Davis, Daniel Hudson, Omar Navarez, David Fletcher, Ho- Kwong Hyun Kim, Michael Givens, Yoshihisha Hirano. Um, a couple of things I like in this in this round. Um, a couple prospecty type picks. Um, I'll say my favorite, just because I mean I don't think Colorado is that bad, and I got it so late. I was surprised to even see him on the board as Wade Davis. He's named the closer, um, so to get somebody who's named a closer, even if he's kind of iffy um, this late, I, I like that. And then last, or I guess least favorite in this round. Um, I, 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 I guess, um, it would probably be the young Kim guy, uh, just because he doesn't have a rotation spot yet. If he does, then it could be good. I know he played in the KBO and he was one of the best pitchers over there, but he just doesn't have a rotation spot yet. Eric, you might know more on that, but just off the top of my head, that's what I think. Yeah. So I'll just give the reasoning why I chose him there. So he is not going to have the rotation spot, but he's going to be deployed in that very long relief role where he gets mm. three to four innings okay. um, each outing. So 
I basically just chose him as a relief pitcher since I didn't choose closers, and he's supposed to be good, and I might as well just pick a Cardinals guy if I really want a relief pitcher. So, Fair enough. Just a right, flyer. Right. He could suck, so. Uh, my favorite in this round, I'll go Zach Plezak. I think just as a pitcher with some potential this late, um, I like that. And also, I was I was thinking about Wade Davis too. To get a closer this late is good. Uh, I mean, he was terrible last year and lost the job several times. If he can rekindle it, then it's a steal. Well, it's, time will tell on that. Um, and then least favorite, there's a couple guys I just don't know much. I don't know much about Nick Solak. And I don't know much. Like you told me about Kim Fletcher is just a run of the mill third baseman. Usually on the waiver wire, can pick him up sometimes. So those are a couple least favorites. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the next select pick by Clay. He's supposed to be. I mean, he's only going to be a DH, so that limits where he can play. But he's supposed to be going to be. You know, he has a lot of power. He hits pretty well. Um, so just like a late round flyer type yeah. of guy. And then Zach Plesak's pretty good, too. Um, and then my least favorite, probably, I don't know much about David Fletcher, to be honest. I'm sure what he does. And then I feel like that Washington relief pitcher is a pretty much a crapshoot. But, yeah, I mean, they have potential to get closes if Doolittle doesn't play. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, next round. Homer Bailey, J.A. Happ, Emilio Pagan, Julio Teheran, Austin Voth, Matt Schumacher, Sean Newcomb, Aristides Aquino, Dansby Swanson, Tommy LaStella, Ruffin Adore, Blake Trinan. Um, I think it's a crapshoot at this point. It's really hard to tell a favorite. I mean, I think at this point, everyone's own pick is probably their favorite because there's not a lot of stealing going on at this point. Um, Shoemaker has potential. In Toronto, I mean, if he can, if he can not be injured, it's great. Um, but I do like Sean Newcomb. He's pretty much guaranteed a spot right now on the Braves rotation. Um, so you get, I just like that at this point, getting a Brave rotation member, and he has potential. So uh, least favorite is probably Lastella, just because I don't think there's a whole lot of upside. Ryan, um, favorite picks. Yeah, it's getting hard at this point. This is guessing. Um, yeah, Newcomb with potential. I like that decent to have a Braves guy at this point. Um, Desiree Swanson could be okay, too, if you needed a shortstop this late. Tehran has a chance to be okay for the Angels. Least favorite, um, I don't know. Pagan doesn't have much value. I don't. I mean, he's a middle reliever, I guess, but that'll be one of my the same. Same with uh, trying and yeah. and he kind of fell off a little bit last year. But. Yep. Okay. Is Aquino? Is Aquino? Is he even on the going to be on the roster? Yeah, I don't know. Is he starting or playing? I don't know. I don't think he's even on the roster. Is he not? I don't believe. I know he's not going to start. Um, he's a part of the sixty-man player pool, but there's not. Oh, yeah. So that would add me. I'm not so sure. That's probably my least favorite. Um, just because he's probably not going to play at all this year, I guess. Maybe as a, I don't know if he still has eligibility to be 
kept as like a prospect, maybe. I don't know. Don't know. Um, but I feel like everyone's just kind of meh in this round. I don't think there's any steals in this round or anything. So just kind of how I feel about it. Everyone's just kind of okay. just filling in the bench spot. I agree. All right. Next round, Andrew Miller, Daniel Murphy, Evan White, Chris Sale, Andrew Vaughn, Kyle Wright, Will Myers, C.J. Abrams, Willie Dames, Alex Reyes, Annabelle Sanchez, and Ryan Helsley. Um, this round, I actually think has a lot of good prospects in it. Evan White's my favorite pick. I would have actually taken him um, here. I had him on my list. I think it's a good pick. Daniel Murphy's a good pick this late. Chris Sale, nice stash by Clay. Um, Andrew Vaughn's a really good prospect for Chicago could play this year. Kyle Wright looks like he's the fifth rotation member for the Braves right now. Um, so a lot of good picks right there in the middle. Least favorite though. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say anything's bad at this point or not great at this point, but probably Andrew Miller, just cause I don't think he's the favorite over Helsley. And then if Gallegos comes back, Gallegos has it. So I think it's, uh, I'm not a big fan of Andrew Miller. I thought Ryan Helsley was your favorite player, Ryan. Well, favorite I do player. hate Ryan Helsley. There's no <laughs> question about that. Um, I can't wait for the Braves to the top when they play him in the division series or playoffs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that he's. I, I mean, Andrew Miller's just not as good, unfortunately. No, I, know. I was just giving you crap because I know you don't like him because he was offended by the tomahawk. Well, he can go eat one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about him. Yeah, my favorite two picks in this round are Daniel Murphy, like DH in Colorado this late. Yeah, give me some, give me that person. And then Chris Sale is a great stash. You know, you might as well stash him at this point in the draft. I was actually going to pick him if he had fell another like seven, eight picks. So, but, um, like those the ones I don't like, um, I just don't know much about CJ Abrams to really much there. He's the Padres' top prospect. Okay, so for some prospects, guys. Yeah, and I don't know much about Evan White either. I don't, I haven't been keeping up with much of the prospects, so I don't know. I don't have an informed dislike pick really here. Yeah, yeah. I like Andrew Vaughn. That's why I had queued up. Um, I think he's yeah. supposedly the best first base prospect for um, the White Sox. Um, least favorite. I don't know. I don't really like Anibal Sanchez. Like he's just kind of meh. Not sure if he'll be used much, but I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter. These are probably all droppable guys, anyways. You'll drop during the season at some point. Yeah, I agree. All right, last round. I'm just gonna give someone I like because I don't really the not like too hard at this point. Uh, AJ Pollock, Mike Fears, Bryce Wilson, Brad Peacock, Ian Happ. Jorge Alfaro, Kyle Lewis, Corbin Burns, Jordan Hicks, Alec Mills, Starlin Castro, and Howie Kendrick. Um, guy I like best that's not my own pick, um, probably uh, Corbin Burns, just because I think he might win a rotation spot from Milwaukee, and if he's had it, and he has good K potential, so he could easily return some value in that last round. Ryan. <laughs> 
Yeah, I like, I like him too. Um, kind of one, I, I just kind of forgot about him and didn't even see him on the board. He was probably low on the board. I think Brad Peacock has some potential. If he gets one of those starting spots, he usually okay. does decent at times. So I kind of wish I like, grabbed him actually at some point, a couple yeah. rounds before that. Yeah, um, yeah so I'll go with that. Yeah, I like AJ Pollock in the last round. That seems like a steal. Yeah, I agree. If he plays, I, he currently I'm not sure he has a, a starting spot, but I don't know. Does he not? Oh, because they got Mookie Betts. So yeah, he might not play well. Well, he's supposed to. He's supposed to be their DH, but he reported late to camp and stuff. I looked, but to mm-hmm. be honest, his last pick, um, I just grabbed him because he plays on opening night. So I wanted somebody in my extra person in my lineup opening night. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I think, does that do it? I think we're through the draft. That does it for, yeah, that does it for the one thing I wanted to add just to see if we want to just briefly talk about this since it's post draft and getting ready for next year. Um, assuming that they keep the DH around, are we thinking next year to add? Because obviously we weren't going to do it this year and it doesn't, it doesn't change a lot of people's eligibilities, but like going into next year when a lot more people become just DH eligible. Eligible people, are we wanting to add a util, add a DH, and then if you add one of those, you'll need to add a bench spot to keep the rounds even. So thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I think if both leagues have a DH and it's a full time position, I, I think I think we should probably have a DH. Um, yeah, just because if we have a catcher, it as a bench spot or a DH. I'm 50-50 on. I'd probably say we have to – I'd probably say put a DH in there and then add an extra bench spot um, to make the rounds even. Yeah. Ryan, what are, Eric, what are your thoughts? I completely agree. I think if we have a catcher spot and the DH becomes universal, then I think that we should add the DH spot just because it's a, it's a position on the, on the field. So Yeah. Yeah, that's what I agree with. I mean, since there'll be so many more people that are DH eligible, because then, because you don't have, I mean, you had the AL and you you knew that going in, but there's going to be so many more people that will shift. And then you, you would have had, you, it just gives everybody a little bit more flexibility. Um, so I'd agree to have starting next year, just add two roster spots to everybody. Everybody can just have an extra bench player and a DH player. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I agree. Yeah, we can put it to league vote, but that sounds good. Well, uh, appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully you're still listening. It was a fun draft. We had fun. Uh, I'm sure you guys had fun too, but uh, I think that's all for today, and, and we'll do some more podcasts uh, shortly. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Peace. Later.